Food for Thought on News Talk 760 WJR is presented by Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan and by the Food Bank Council of Michigan, creating a food-secure state. Here's your host, Dr. Phil Knight. Welcome back, everyone, and thanks for listening. Harambe is a Kiswahili word that means to pull together. I learned the concept of Harambe in East Africa, where I invested a decade of my life leading projects to build the first schools and medical clinics in the Bavuma Islands of Lake Victoria. Whenever there was a need, a project, or an opportunity, the village would literally pull together to seize the opportunity or meet the need. The Michigan Harvest Gathering is definitely a Harambe type of event. We find the need of people struggling to have enough food causes toxic stress in every community. According to our data, there are approximately 1.5 million people in Michigan who are food insecure. But Michigan Harvest Gathering isn't just about the need, it's also about the opportunity. The people who the Food Bank Council Network of Food Banks serve consist of 47% who are employed, 25% who are children, 19% who are senior citizens, and 6 who are homeless. I think we would all agree that while charity is a part of MHG, each of these groups are people worthy of us investing in. The Michigan Harvest Gathering is a statewide food and funds drive that allows each of us to shape the culture of Michigan to one that comes alongside of our hungry neighbors, as well as pulling together to make our communities stronger and better. Hospitals, State of Michigan employees, several foundation, and many individuals from across Michigan pull together to help our network of food banks ensure that people have access to healthy, nutritious food. This is the type of state we want to be a part of, one that pulls together to help those in need. The partnership demonstrates that we can accomplish what we can accomplish by pulling together. After all, one is too small of a number to multiply. So thank you for pulling together with the Food Bank Council of Michigan. Because of you and many more, we are inspired to believe that hunger is not bigger than we are, it is not better than we are, and it is not beyond us to solve. Our program today is full of individuals that represent organizations and the Harambe spirit, and they are pulling with us on our mission to create a, full secure, a food secure state. Come back and meet some of our partners here on this edition of Food for Thought. Get in touch with the Food Bank Council of Michigan. Visit fbcmich.org. Welcome back, everyone. As promised, Jerry Brisson and me, Dr. Phil Knight, here in the studio. And on our phone line is Carolyn Bloodworth, the Director of Corporate Giving for Consumers Energy, one of our great partners and really... Carolyn, one of the best people on the planet. I said that before we got on the air, didn't I, Jerry? You did. You did. It's easy to say. It's easy to say because it's true. So, Carolyn, welcome back to Food for Thought. Well, I'm, I feel very honored to be here, and thank you so much for those kind words. Well, it's true. It's so true. And you are doing so much, and we're so happy that the Michigan Harvest Gathering is a part of uh, 
corporate giving at Consumers Energy that you believe in us and you believe in our mission and you believe in the, the work that we're doing. And, and so we're very thankful. So tell us about the history of Consumers Energy and the Food Bank Council of Michigan and our network of seven food banks. Well, I, I think um, our history goes back. It goes back a bit, and we're very, very proud that it does. We have been there, standing next to um, the leaders of the Michigan Harvest Gathering since I think almost the very beginning, if not the beginning, to provide support, whether it be financial support. I know we've done some food drives. Um, Consumers Energy feels very strongly about the issue of hunger and making sure that families have sufficient food in their homes and their children are fed. And we feel that this entire program has been a wonderful way to raise some um, raise some visibility and also raise some important dollars and provide food to those people who need it the most. Well, you know, we know that you do so many things to help consumers who are low income because those consumers need their utilities as well. And food is a trade-off that they have to make. One of the more difficult decisions people have to make every month is, how can I have my basic needs met? And you know these people and you care about them because they're in many cases your customers. Without question. Um, it, it really really is challenging. And so if we're, if we're able to help them pay for food, then we hope that that will also provide them with the resources they might need, and whether it be diapers or transportation or even child care. We want them to be able to take care of those other very critical needs. And it takes all those things to make a life. And so, you know, we, we, we believe the people that we help are worth investing in. And it's not just about being needy. It's about we all benefit when our community is fed. Food first, as Dr. Phil likes to say. Absolutely. Food first. Utilities can be a little bit later. <laughs> I like it. Well, Carolyn, you guys have been involved with Michigan Harvest Gathering in particular, which is a statewide event for uh, raising food and funds as we approach the uh, the, the Thanksgiving season and on through the rest of the holidays. And how many years, I think it's over 20, I think, that Consumers has been a part of of, of Michigan Harvest Gathering? It, it is over 20. Um, I, my records go back to 1991. And so wow. I think we do go back to nearly the very, very beginning. Um, and I recall many of those early years, I had the honor and the pleasure of serving on the Food Bank Council board myself. So I recall standing in the warehouse where we would have events to talk about the important work that's being done and how much was raised each year. Um, I've been able to be at the steps of the Capitol to help launch um, the program Mm. and just to be there alongside the many employees of the food banks who are on the front lines working with their clients and helping make sure that people get the resources that they truly need. Well, we were just together at uh, Crystal Ray uh, just a few weeks ago, and we kicked off this year's um, uh, Michigan Harvest Gathering campaign, and Consumers Energy is coming alongside of the Food Bank Council and our network of food banks once again with a tremendous gift that you know will really, really advance this co- this cause and work and really help people have the meals that they need during this holiday season. Well, we we think it's critically important that we do that. We want to be there for the food bank. We want to be there for um, our customers. 
And what I think is also special for us is we also have a matching gifts program at Consumers Energy. So anytime any of our employees or retirees make contributions to food banks, mm-hmm. we're matching those contributions. And so we're encouraging our employees and retirees to consider making gifts now that it can also support the Michigan Harvest Gathering as well. Well, great. Carolyn, thank you so much. And most of all, thank you for how you're investing your one handful of life and giving and giving and giving. And uh, I I know you're excited to be a part of Consumers Energy, which is a a company with a conscience and believes in investing in the community and the people that are there. I couldn't have said it better. Consumers Energy really, we do truly do care about the communities that we serve. And it really is an honor and a privilege to be able to help do that. Thanks so much, Carolyn. And, you know, aside from helping us do our work, it's such a treat working with you. Absolutely. Well, the feeling is the same. Well, we'll stay at it together. Sounds wonderful. Thank you. Thanks for being on the show. Jerry and I will be right back. It's Food for Thought with Dr. Phil Knight on WJR. And on the phone, as promised, Terry Radigan, the Executive Director of Corporate Giving for General Motors Company. Terry, welcome to Food for Thought. Thank you so much, Phil. What an honor to be on the phone with you guys. This is great. Well, we know that. Well, we're we're excited to have you, and and of course, we know that Michigan Harvest Gathering is a statewide food and funds drive that benefits all of our seven food banks across the state. And you guys are great partners with us, and uh, and we're just very excited to have your partnership and your friendship. Well, we appreciate it, and, and we're honored to, to participate in it. And it's actually sort of a homecoming for us because we we, we, we have, in its early days, we supported the effort. Back when we were on the uh, in our former headquarters on West Grand Boulevard in the new center area, we used to set up quite a display where folks could come in and and, and donate to the to the Michigan Harvest Gathering and uh, made a contribution at that time. I even remember uh, when I was um, in a previous role driving up to Lansing for the culmination of it. And oh. I met with uh, Mrs. Engler and uh, Mrs. Schutte and had, had quite a celebration there. So obviously we had some tough times in the financial crisis, and I think we uh, we parted ways for a little while, but it's, it's sure great to be back with you for the last few years, and it's great work that you're doing. It's so important. You know, I want to just throw in there, uh, even during the financial crisis, you know, General Motors has been on our board at Gleaners and has provided thought leadership, has been one of the top three corporations giving us volunteers every year since we've tried, since we've tracked it, right? So, I mean, I know that money is is always appreciated, and you know I know that, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, when times are tight, we have, to, we have to find other ways to give, and you certainly have done that, and so I just just want to say thank you for that as well. Jerry, you're welcome. And you know, it's great to give money and volunteer hours to organizations that are so well run and that have such a positive impact on the community. So it's an easy decision for us when we're looking at uh, uh, contributions, financial, or, or or encouraging our employees to volunteer. Uh, we, we want to send them to the places where they have a meaningful experience and they're having a real measurable positive impact on the community, and we've we sent almost uh, 2,300 volunteers uh, to your place um, just in the last year alone, 
and they compiled about uh, 7,000 volunteer hours. It's great team building, but it also feels so good when you leave because there's tangible proof of, of the hours that you spent there, and you know it's going to help those less fortunate than us. You know, I got to be honest with you. My hope always at the end of those shifts is you got showers over there at General Motors because, you know, we, we make them sweat pretty good at Gleaners. By the time, by the time they're done, you know, we, we tell them, you know, we want to accomplish this much, however many pounds of food we're repacking or whatever they're doing. And, you know, that just motivates everyone to do more, right? So it's amazing to me how hard they work and, uh, and how really they want to make a difference. And I think that's where the rubber meets the road, not just for volunteering at Gleaners, but for Michigan Harvest Gathering and all of the people that participate statewide to make it a huge success for hungry neighbors in our community. You know, that's the kind of uh, work ethic that they have here as well. Uh, but since we don't have showers, we just go ahead and send them home after a busy shift <laughs> that's, at, uh, that's, at Gleaners. That's, uh, that's good leadership right there. <laughs> exactly. And and they always, the feedback we get is always that it's such a rewarding experience. And as we said, such a well-run organization for decades and uh, a great partnership that we've had with you over the years, Jerry. And thank you for what you do. Well, he's Terry Raddick, and he's the executive director of corporate giving for General Motors Company. And as great as that partnership is at Gleaners, it really is a mirror of what you're doing also with the Food Bank of Eastern Michigan in Flint and the Greater Lansing Food Bank in in, in Lansing. And uh, I know if we had those uh, CEOs on the show, they would all echo Jerry's appreciation for both time, talent, and treasure. Uh, I mean, volunteering to be on the board and provide some uh, perspective and thought leadership, the, the, the financial contributions, we can, we can really show a great return on that investment. But then the, the opportunity for people to really get in and, and package food that they know is going to go to people who are, as you said, uh, Terry, are less fortunate than us. But many of those people that are out there working and they're doing, they're doing right things right and they're trying to get by, they just got a little bit more month than they do money. Exactly right. And, you know, those places that you mentioned, Flint, Michigan, for instance, uh, it's basically where General Motors was founded. We're very proud still to have a strong presence there. And in Lansing, where we have two assembly plants, and we're very proud of that. And, and, and of course, throughout the state, we've got a footprint. And it's important that, that we give back and that we improve the communities where we live and work. And, and General Motors is just dedicated to that. And it really drives us in our, in our corporate giving efforts every day. So, as you think about that, then, can you give us a couple things that you're most proud of, things you've given to that you go, my gosh, this really, this really excites me? Yeah, I can. Uh, thanks, Jerry. You know, Forgotten Harvest is one. Um, we we uh, support them, and we we volunteer there, and um, they're another organization that just really has figured out a way to you know to take uh, food that otherwise would would get wasted, and and feed you know less fortunate people. So when you find a better mousetrap and you find a way to uh, to really impact people's lives, we want to get on that train. We want to help, and, and we're proud of that. There's another one that is is interesting, and it's an it's an organization relatively new uh, called Sevilla, and they're in the New Center area, right by our former headquarters. And um, we basically worked with them on a grant that allowed them to sh- 
shorten the paper application process for folks who are submitting applications for, for food or for medical aid. And uh, it, it, it immediately um, resulted in, um, in getting things processed, applications processed 42% faster. So that means families are receiving the benefits in about half the time. And when you're hungry, you don't really want to be tied up in a bunch of red tape. What you want to do is feed your family. And we think that our sponsorship of this project at Sevilla really helped people uh, you know, cut through the red tape, minimize the red tape so they could feed their families. Yeah, I love the display on the floor they have there where you can see the scroll laid out of how long it used to be and now how long it is. It's yeah, pretty amazing. They roll that thing out, and it's a good thing they have a pretty good-sized space because that is, I don't know how many yards, the, the it's like a roll of paper, to your point, and it's all these forms and all these applications that used to be required and how they've really streamlined that. And now they're going to an app, so a lot of that, thing, a lot of that can be done right over the phone, which is even more exciting. Well, the thing I like about those examples, Terry, is it is a great picture of a private-public uh, partnership between uh, a for-profit company and 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 a, and private um, nonprofits that are pulling together, all serving the same population. And you're, you know, anything that gets food to people faster, we're for. So I appreciate those efforts for sure, and we love that you're a partner with us with the Michigan Harvest Gathering and have been for a number of years. And so we're going to continue this partnership, and uh, we thank you for being with us today. Phil, Jerry, what an honor it is to be with you. Thank you for what you're doing. This time of year is is when we stop and, and give thanks for what we do have and, and look after those that, that have less. And uh, it's so critical and what you do in the community is recognized by everybody, and we just thoroughly appreciate the partnership. Terry Radigan, the Executive Director of Corporate Giving for General Motors Company, and he's been our guest today on Food for Thought. Terry, thanks for being with us, and thanks for your partnership. Thank you guys very much. You're listening to Food for Thought with Dr. Phil Knight. Brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan and the Food Bank Council of Michigan. Welcome back, everyone. Dr. Phil Knight here with Jerry Brisson in the studio. And as promised, Brian Peters, the CEO for the Michigan Health and Hospital Association, is on our line. And Brian, welcome back to Food for Thought. Thank you so much. Good morning. Good morning. So Michigan Harvest Gathering Time. It's uh, You guys have been involved with us and this statewide uh, food and funds drive for decades, really. And uh, I can't tell you how much we appreciate the, the partnership and the friendship. Well, the feeling is mutual. This is really one of the uh, favorite traditions every year for the Michigan Health and Hospital Association. Uh, this is our 21st uh, anniversary of the partnership, our involvement with this wonderful campaign. And what uh, perfect alignment with our organization's mission, which is to advance the health of individuals and communities. Really a great partnership. Well, we appreciate it a great deal, too. And the more we learn and the more we do together, the more we're aware of what a difference food makes for people in managing their health. There's no question about that. In fact, I, I'm, I'm encouraged by the fact that today 
I believe there's more visibility and more recognition among hospitals, physicians, and, and healthcare providers on the issues of food insecurity, uh, the incredible difference it makes to ensure that uh, individuals, particularly young children, uh, have access to healthy foods. And the good news is there's a lot of great work that's going on, a lot of innovative work uh, that's going on around the state and around the country on this subject. We have hospitals here in Michigan that have uh, developed farmers markets and, and really as part of that effort have gone out of their way to make sure that uh, those disadvantaged individuals in the community are, are getting better access to healthy food, in many cases food that's grown and sourced locally. So really uh, a lot of win-win opportunities here. And I think if we eventually want to manage that triple aim of health care, boy, I'll tell you, if you want lower costs, better population health, and better patient health, Food for people who don't have enough and are t- making trade-offs between food and medicine, or 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 you know all the things that that people struggle with every month. Uh, it really is a necessary component to hit those targets. Well, there's no question about that. We cannot achieve the triple aim in healthcare without addressing uh, the issues of access to healthy food. And we look at higher rates of diabetes, uh, high blood pressure and heart disease. We see behavioral health issues. All of these things uh, stem from uh, food insecure households. And uh, we have to really come together Uh, As Michiganders, uh, this is an all-hands-on-deck issue. Uh, No single uh, individual or organization can move the needle on their own. And so uh, anytime there's an opportunity for partnership, uh, that's really where we need to be. And, of course, Michigan Harvest... Harvest Gathering brings a lot of us together, and one of the reasons we think this is a solvable problem is because as we get better and smarter and know more and know the impact, we're bringing a lot of our friends and and people that have been with us on this journey for a long time together, we're getting educated together, and then creating new innovative solutions, as you just mentioned, and that's how you, you know, well, what do they say, you eat the elephant one bite at a time, this is another nice big bite. Well, that's exactly right. And over time, we're very proud of our contribution to the effort. Uh, The Michigan Health and Hospital Association uh, has actually uh, contributed approximately $3 million and 3.5 million pounds of food uh, over the years, uh, along with our members organizations. Uh, and, you know, that's uh, that's part of the answer. Obviously, there are many other organizations and individuals who've been making similar contributions, and, and it takes everyone to be involved. And that's just something that we're incredibly proud of. Well, you should be. Three million dollars is, uh, is, you know, just goes such a long way. You know, one of the things Jerry likes to say on the show is we're trying to change this conversation about food insecurity in Michigan is that food's cheaper than money <laughs> and that it, it can there's such a great return on the investment and uh, for you guys to come alongside of us and pull together with us and your members I mean uh, Hurley and St. Joe and Henry Ford Health System and Beaumont all in partnership with our seven food banks across the state just to name a few and they all have innovative projects that are addressing food insecurity in their patients and it's just it's just great that our partnership continues to deepen and 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 we're so thankful Brian 
Well, I agree, and, and you really lifted up something that's uh, important in this effort, which is, you know, we're a statewide association representing small hospitals in rural communities, all the way up to the very large academic medical centers in our big cities. And I can tell you that this issue touches uh, every single one of our members and the communities that they serve. This is a challenge in rural areas. It's a challenge in our big cities and, mm-hmm. and everywhere in between. No no question about it. It's an issue that unites all of us, and it's rare to find an, an issue, uh, frankly, that does that. This is one of those issues. I, I think is it hunger and food security is an issue or a challenge and an opportunity as well, all rolled into one. And when we talk about the social determinants of health, I think that, you know, it's it's food insecurity is right there at the forefront. It's, it's a food-first concept that if we can take hunger off the table for many of our patients and our, our population, then, then a lot of these other problems that are, that are wrapped up in those social determinants, they're going to begin to solve on their own because they're not, they're not held captive by the ta- toxic stress of food insecurity. Couldn't agree more. I think you look at issues of food insecurity, transportation, the other social determinants of health are critically important to achieving the triple aim, critically important to advancing the health of individuals and communities. So uh, absolutely uh, happy to be part of this effort in so many ways. Brian Peters, the CEO for the Michigan Health and Hospital Association, our friend and partner here at the Food Bank Council of Michigan for the Michigan Harvest Gathering. Brian, thanks for being so generous and uh, so supportive. And I think that that, that charity absolutely has a, a role to play in what we're all trying to accomplish. But moving that depth of that relationship into even a more business partnership and how can our services serve you and how services, your services can serve our clients as well. It's a, it's a great thing, and we're really super proud of it. Well, thank you. You can count on us. You can count on our member hospitals and health systems throughout the state going forward. He's Brian Peters, the CEO for the Michigan Health and Hospital Association. He's been our guest on Food for Thought. Brian, thanks for being with us. Thank you so much. You bet. It's Food for Thought with Dr. Phil Knight, presented by the Food Bank Council of Michigan. Once again, here's Dr. Phil Knight. So, Jerry, there's were some great partners we've had on the show. Brian Peters from the Michigan Health and Hospital Association, Carolyn Bloodworth from Consumers Energy, and right, Terry Radigan. <laughs> From uh, the director of corporate giving for General Motors Company. Uh, all great partners. And there's a couple of partners we hadn't been able to get on the, the show this year, but they're certainly come right alongside of us as well, and they're pulling together with us. And that would be the state employees as well as Verizon. And while we're talking about the state employees, hey, if you go by a Secretary of State, uh, drop off some food. You can participate in this. You know, uh, it's this. The uh, Michigan Harvest Gathering finishes up in the next week or so, and uh, so anytime this week, if you're you know driving by a Secretary of State, they will be collecting food uh, to contribute. So. So a lot of times when people want to give food, they also want to give some money. And, you know, you probably give enough money to the Secretary of State already. So if you want to give some money to the Michigan Harvest Gathering, you can go to fbcmich.org 
org and click on the Michigan Harvest Gathering tab, and you'll have the opportunity to give them not only a little bit of food, but a little bit of your treasure. So a little bit of shameless advertising for us there, but uh, what the heck, that's not bad. Yeah, we don't do it too often, but, you know, there it is. So, yeah, so what happens with the state employees is um, our team meets together with the state employees team, and there are representatives from every office in state government, and they come together. We uh, have a, a, a training and then they go back out into their respective offices and um and you know they're 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 standing in the gap for us and they're asking employees to come alongside of us pull together with us and those employees all across the state of Michigan not just in Lansing but across all state offices in the entire state come alongside of us and they get their fellow employees to donate to the Michigan Harvest Gathering. And I'm going to tell you, I know they do it for two really good reasons. One is because their hearts are in the right place. They want to make a difference and they want to help people. But another is because investing in the Food Bank Council of Michigan is a great investment. And the state of Michigan employees know it well because we work with them all the time. You know, they ask us how we're doing. They ask us, well, for every dollar you get from the state, what is that return to the people of the state of Michigan? Sure. And we have a good answer, right? So they know it's a good investment as well as it tugs the heartstrings in the right way. Well, uh, we've met with the state budget directors, you know, un- for the last eight years. I have, you know, and, and, and the guys who have held that office and the people who are serving, and they're always astonished about the return on investment for state dollars when they invest through our network of, of food banks. The, it's, it's, a, it's, an, it's an amazing amount. I mean, you say it often that food is cheaper than money, and we try to prove that. Well, with the relationships we have, which leads right into another awesome thing about Michigan Harvest Gathering, and that is we give awards every year at the Michigan Harvest Gathering for people from around the state who are making a significant difference and moving this conversation forward. And this year... It's particularly exciting. It is really fun because so all seven food banks pick someone that has been, made a tremendous difference for them in the life of their organization. So uh, all the all the food bank CEOs come. They bring their guests, their recipient of their reward. And I think last year you gave one to an individual. You know what, Phil? That's right. It was Mike Atchison, and actually Mike and his wife Adele, who've been involved with Gleaners for a long time. They've uh, they've made significant contributions in time and money, but also are people who've been involved in the community in so many ways, not just with Gleaners, but with organizations like Math Corps and other places. And and these beacons of light uh, really allow us to let these people know that it matters and that we really care that they've stepped up and helped the community. So that's an example of individuals who are honored, but also we honor organizations. And so this year, you know, I get to give two awards. The food banks only have to, they only get to give one, but I get to give two. Well, we count yours as ours too. Yeah, well, okay, that's fine. That's fair. (laughs) So this year, one of the rewards that I'm giving out is to UDIM, and that stands for? United Dairy Industry of Michigan. So they have come alongside of us, pulled with us, and have increased our ability to distribute one of the most requested items in any food pantry, which is milk. Yes, indeed. And they have relationships throughout the industry. Um, And so from farms to manufacturers to retail, and they leverage those relationships to match 
gallons of milk. So Dairy Farmers of America, the Michigan Milk Producers Association, they all come together in order to help us distribute milk. So uh, and just give it, let's, let, let's, let's dig down into the, get the layers off the onion here a little bit. How has your milk distribution increased? So Just Gleaners, in 2014, we distributed 45,000 gallons of milk for the year. This last year, we did 144,000 gallons of milk. That's 12,000 gallons of milk every month. And that's made possible entirely from the efforts of UDIM. So to put that in a state context, we've done over the last three years, our network has been able to distribute 2.8 million servings of milk across the last three years. And when we talk about changing the conversation and how we think this problem is solvable, and you just have to do it one thing at a time, this is a really good example. It was a relationship we didn't have a few years ago. We started talking about the difference we could make and about how much people need and want milk. And people started to step up and say, hey, we have something we think we can do that can help you. And one thing leads to another. And you just keep you know, wash, rinse, repeat, right? <laughs> and so we just have to keep doing that. And we are doing it. And it's, you know, the Michigan Harvest Gathering lets us call attention to these things because it's so important to, if you're going to solve something that people believe it's solvable. So Michigan Harvest Gathering, and I alluded to this a little bit in the monologue, but I want to pick it up here for just a minute. It's really a culture-building opportunity, so what kind of state do you want to live in? What kind of culture do you want to be a part of? And this is a time, and, and Brian Peters said it from Michigan Health and Hospital Association, hunger, food insecurity is a challenge across every community, every household that, that's food insecure, but it's also an opportunity that we as a state can unite and come together in order to solve. Well, I didn't have breakfast this morning, and I'm not going to have time for lunch. I pity the people I'm going to work with this afternoon. Yeah, you'll be hangry. I mean, I can't imagine, right? And we all know what that's like. Here's, here's what's even more pressing to us. Being hungry is something we all have to manage. A food insecure person doesn't know if they'll be able to. And right. that's the toxic stress mm-hmm. of food insecurity. It's exciting to work with these incredible organizations and partners who have made it a priority to put food first. And we know it makes a huge difference in our state. Well, it is. And, and you know, it, it helps us build the culture that we want to be a part of, one that, that, that comes alongside, one that pulls together and see what we can accomplish together. And one of the reasons that we say often on the show that we think that hunger can be solved, that food security can be created, is because of the number of these really smart, successful people that are coming alongside of us. Some of them were on the show today. And the state employees, and I want to come back to that for a minute because we can't thank them enough for how much effort they put into this and how much work they do. And, you know, there's an awful lot of smart people in the state of Michigan working for our state. Mm -hmm. And when we see them every year at this, it's a nice reminder of what, you know, some tremendously talented and dedicated people we have working with us. It is. The state association, again, I mentioned Verizon is a new sponsor who came alongside of us this year at a different level. 
uh, Consumers Energy, Meyer, Kroger. I mean, the list goes on and on of people who believe that this problem can be solved. So I know you listening can believe. We did a shameless plug earlier. I'm going to make it one more time. FBCMish.org is where you can make a gift to help. And every gift matters. Everyone, be part of this. This is the best stuff right here. Well, it it probably won't be the last shameless plug that we use. (laughs) Because now it's time for a little food for thought. So if I were giving you a speech today about our work and told you that groups like the Michigan Health and Hospital Association, Consumers, General Motors, Verizon, and all the state employees are pulling alongside of us to help us and our work to create a food-secure Michigan, this is at the point I would ask you to do something. So I would ask you to give of your time, your talent, and your treasure to help our hungry neighbors. We are working diligently to understand who wins when we win and create those partnerships in healthcare, education, and business. But the cornerstone of our work is enabled by individuals like you that realize two things. One, that you want to help, and you want your one handful of life to have mattered, so you want to do something that lasts longer than you do. Volunteering, And setting that great example of service is a great first step. The second thing you recognize is that not every gift or blessing that comes to you is for you. There are some that come to us that are meant to flow through us. How do you know which ones? My answer is, you'll just know. So support the Michigan Harvest Gathering by going to fbcmich.org and support the local food bank in your area that supports your hungry neighbors all year round. That's it for today and this edition of Food for Thought. Catch all our shows as podcast at foodsecuremichigan.org. Thanks to Jerry Brisson, our esteemed co-host, Mark Blackwell, our producer, and to all of you, thanks for listening. Until next week, remember, it's food first, folks. Food first. Food for Thought has been a presentation of Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan and the Food Bank Council of Michigan, creating a food-secure state.